Sten Morgan here. I hope you're doing well. I want to announce that we are launching the How to Be an Elite Advisor course. We are combining all of our best teachings and ideas into a course that you can complete in less than a week. I want to share with you the best ideas that I implement within my practice that have helped me achieve more than I ever thought possible. I want to share how I have unique meetings with clients. What's the mindset of an elite advisor? How do you prospect in a way that'll separate you from other advisors? At the Elite Advisor Network, we reject average. I want to help you see what your full potential is and reach it faster. Set time aside this week to take the course. Click on the link or go visit gobeelite.com. I'll talk to you soon. All right, I want to start by doing a call out to our listeners. We're asking you for a favor. Yeah. If any advisors are listening that have had success with the canned generic financial advisor posts, we want to hear from you. So this is give me some is it are these our LinkedIn, their Instagram, their Facebook? Like and it's not even the advisors I think that are choosing it. It's when you're part of large organizations, they have to come up with a very uh, efficient safe safe general way to screen content vague (laughs) and so it's they're not going to say no to posting stuff but hey to post stuff here's a library of things that have been curated on your behalf and as somebody (laughs) like like you're doing a favor yes and as somebody that we follow a lot of advisors because they follow us we get to see probably a a much broader range of content and there's a lot of overlap i've maybe seen one or two where i'm like oh i like the way they did that because it's really marketing like we're, we're trying to capture the eyes of our potential avatar and convince them to take action in some way. And so we have not had advisors say, Stan, that is, you know, my business is thriving because of this. It's one where it's like, I know I need to be doing something. So I'm just going to do this thing. And maybe it kind of helps, but I'm not sure. But as I've been stuck in that, because I've been there too, like I got frustrated because I was like, I can't do everything. So if I'm choosing to do this with my time, yeah, I want to know it's good. Like, I don't want to spend a bunch of time someday and have no way of tracking if anybody came from this marketing <laughs> effort. Like, why am I doing and so as we talked through this, I was like, what's a way of one for me and my team to almost create a filter that's like when we communicate, whether it's online in an initial meeting with a prospect or a review strategy meeting mm-hmm. with a current client, like how do we always audit ourselves to say, is this, is this creative, impactful communication right. or my checking boxes? And the problem with checking boxes is literally just think about your job. The difference between, um, sir, what's your job? I check boxes. What are the boxes <laughs> for? I don't know. Versus the person says, what do you do? Well, actually, I work in an operating room and my job is to inventory all the tools and all the pieces that we use in the surgery in the beginning. And at the end of the surgery, I take another inventory. Why would that be important? <laughs> because people have literally, and I don't, I don't say this jokingly, but like yeah. people have literally, people, doctors, literally left things in people like yeah. like they're like where's the forceps and like oh they're there or where's the, like and i think it's, it's a more common than we think <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so the point is like literally the, the person but the person is just what's your job i check boxes versus the person is like no i do the checklist for that or i mm. i run through this list before i take take off in my plane why because there's 200 souls behind me that care <laughs> yeah and here's where i'm going with this is that there are many advisors who are like well i just need to be marketing they're mm. literally check why, why do you do that because I should be marketing. It would be the equivalent of just, you should just check boxes mm-hmm. and then pay half as much because it's just not, yeah. it feels like they're doing something. Yep. It might feel like you're doing something and the only thing you're really doing is, is lying to yourself and mm-hmm. wasting money. Yep. Like it's just keep your money and take the time to do the harder thing, mm-hmm. which is to place a filter over mm-hmm. your communications. Yep. 
And and so we're going to break this down into what are the three very simple parts of mm-hmm. uh, and easy to understand parts of the filter for your communications and how to apply into these different scenarios. So yep. do, which which scenario do you want to take first? Let's do, and we're, yeah, well, I guess we picked on the uh, social media communication stuff enough. Um, I, I know there are people doing it well and getting results, but every time I hear about it, they're doing something different. Like it yeah. has a different edge to it. So let's let's talk with like opening meetings. Like you're you're meeting a prospect, and, and these are the three filters we want you to use. It needs to be simple. We believe simplicity is a gift. At times, concise, direct information is harder than just like a word vomit, overwhelm, speak all the financial ease that we know on somebody. Uh, visual, we believe that if you can interact or engage and show a complex topic visually, we we you know, talk whiteboard stuff, whatever you want to use, that's really important. And then meaningful. To the point, like, actually matters to the person you're saying it to, right. not just to you. It's not just true as in, let me tell you about the S&P, whatever. And no. it's like, okay, that's true. That might even be, that might be simple. I might have something visual, but but how's that meaningful to them? Like, how could, and I'm not saying you can't make that. I'm just saying your job is to make that. Like, everything you share should be meaningful yep. to the audience you have because they've taken the time out of their life to be in front of you. The least you could do mm-hmm. is... Make it simple. They can understand it. It's just your first time to talk to them. Yeah. Like you don't want to talk over them, right? Yep. You don't want to talk down to them, but like, like make, do a great job of saying, I'm going to make this so you can understand it mm-hmm. because some of this stuff can be complex, but I'm a professional. So my job is to, yep. to, to simplify this for you. And then the visual is take the time to either have the right illustrations or to create the right whiteboard examples. Mm-hmm to then visually show them what is the impact of this financial decision or helps them understand this is the concept we're going to talk about. We were at a training this last week uh, that we were facilitating and actually one of the participants showed a concept I had not seen before mm. about the timeline of, of of money or something like that. And it was like, I was like, that is a, that's, mm. that's a great, but I was like, man, what a gift that's going to be mm-hmm. to, to all their future clients oh, yeah. to show them that like, and, and the beautiful thing they did, I won't go too, too deep into it, but they did this time horizon of money and it was like one to seven years and eight to 10. And I said, you know, it doesn't you have to do one to seven, eight to 10, but let's say it's one to 10, 11 to 20, and then 21 to, 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 to the future. Every solution, which could be a product, may not be, mm-hmm. you can then place on a timeline, hey, 10 years out, that's where this is going to help. 30 years out, this is where this is going to help. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they wrote at the top of the board for them. And so everything they talked about with a client from that moment on, the client said, oh, that, I'm gonna see, I That's see where that fits happen. in my life. Yeah. And I think, I thought to myself, I said this to the woman, I said, this is such a gift mm. to all of your clients because yeah. now they can see, they can see in front of them, oh, this is where this matters to me. Wow. And I think, how different is that than, yeah. oh, here's this, here's yeah. this, here's this, but here's this. practice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus here's a pre-printed illustration of mutual funds over the last 20 years. This could be your life too, but, Probably not, because if you read the small print, it says this most likely is not going to happen to you. Right, right. And that was kind of standard, especially when I was young in the investment business. There was nothing about, hey, stand practice communicating. Yeah. Because if you take something that's valuable for somebody and they don't take action because of your inability to create urgency for them, like that's on me. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, I can't believe they understand all the stuff I just said to them and threw out in the air and they were supposed to capture it and decipher it and apply it to themselves. That's what we get paid for. Yeah, that's your job. It's your job to customize. I think about this as a coach. Like I have different advisors I work with as an advisor coach, and I have to customize what I'm saying to fit them. Hmm. 
The same is true as of when I coach my 12-year-old daughter versus my 16-year-old son. I have to customize to make it matter for them, yeah, right? You can't use that same language. And so that is part of the craft and the skill, the art of you as an advisor, that your expertise is, I take these things that could potentially be very, 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 I mean, these things could be incredibly complex, Yep. but you make it so simple and then visual, and then you make it apply to them that they go, okay, now I understand why investing matters and why I should do it mm -hmm. on a personal level. Yep. That's very different than, here's an illustration, look at this graph and it keeps going up. I mean, sometimes it goes down, but like, listen, now <laughs> talk about those. Let's and, and even though I can't guarantee it'll keep going up, but like, just look at the graph, man. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. That's very, very different. And it takes, it takes, uh, we were working with some folks again, the same event, and we were working through an, an illustration of a concept. And it was so fascinating to see, you know, eight advisors standing around refining the way they were going to explain mm -hmm. reti retirement growth and then, you know, fund growth and then distribution. Mm -hmm. the, the nuance of the story and the wording, we'll talk about another episode sometime, mm -hmm. but it was just this beautiful crafting of, you know, within 20 minutes of them working, we do a lot of these exercises or events of you're literally at the board and you're, and this one advisor got up and they're like, uh, they were just so afraid. But I was like, you know, five minutes later, they were two times as good as they were nice, before they started. Right. Because simple is hard. Oh yeah. Simple is hard. Yeah. I mean, you can go as far as like, I'm going to go take a public speaking class. I'm going to yeah. go do an illustration class to where it's like, I'm being taught how to draw more clearly. All yeah. these things are building the skill set that we all need. I, I think obviously we need to know what we're doing in our job. Yeah. But if you spend so much time being a technician that you can't get people to take action, the only way you'll be beneficial is if you are on another team where there's people that can communicate really well and you're behind the scenes being yeah. a mad scientist. Yeah. And that's awesome. We have those people, love them. But if you are a lead advisor and you want to build a company or you want to go out there and generate revenue, you have to be technically sound and you have to be a great communicator. Yeah. And communicating is not, look at this really compelling illustration it's not just a words in someone's face. It's if I can get into the consumer's shoes and this person who doesn't know what I know, and I can imagine how do I create an experience? And for us in an initial meeting, we're sharing ideas and concepts. Like they're going to leave with something explained so clearly to them that there's a chance that stays with them forever. Absolutely. That they will, that every decision. I, I, let me interrupt. I don't think that there's a chance. I think it does. Like hmm. you explained, this was three years ago. Look, I know what long-term care is. I'm a 45-year-old <laughs> man. At that point, I was, I don't know, 43 or whatever. But like, you're like, well, let me give an example of the kind of stuff. And, and I was like, I said, bro, you just explained long-term care to me in 60 seconds in a way that like, I kind of knew all those things, but like, you did it in 60 seconds. And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I guess I did. Like, yeah. like, that's what every advisor who's listening or watching, you should feel that confident of yeah. that. And it's not that you can explain it all. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah, I could do a college class on it. Then, then you're not a good advisor. Yeah. You need to be able to teach someone who has maybe heard of it or never heard of it. Yeah. And then in 60 seconds, and this is our, at our events, we train oh, it yeah. in 60 seconds to 90 seconds, you explain enough of what they need to know. Yeah. Well, I didn't explain everything. What do they need to know so that they can feel like, I understand this idea, concept, or strategy yep. to where now we can have a conversation about it and mm -hmm. I feel like oh, we're on a level playing field. Yeah, right. the, inf the information is not the gift. That's everywhere. People could sit on YouTube for five hours and hear everything you're about to say. Yep. Yep. It's, are you able to communicate in a way that matters to them, that's simple? And again, if, if you can give them something that they will remember the rest of their life. We have yeah. some concepts we teach that people are like, every decision after this meeting is now different yep. from what you shared. And the point of that's not to be like, great, I made them feel good. 
you're running a business and, yeah. and you're creating rapport, which means when you tell them to take action, the chances of them taking action are dramatically higher yeah. than I hope I'm catching them at the right time where they don't have another option. And I wasn't that compelling, but they need to know they need to do something. So they're just going to buy these funds I'm showing. That might work just well enough, but like the advisors that we hang out with, you know, we're trying to play in a different ball game and we want to work with great clients. And a lot of times those clients have other advisors and we're saying, Hey, that person's doing it their way, but here's ours. Yeah. And almost every time they choose our way. There's some great examples of this just from advertising and companies in the past. And, and you'll see it where there's, there's, there's this really highly technical sales pitch and it's general, and then you've got Apple. And, and one of the unique things that Apple has done a phenomenal job of, and, and there's actually some really good opportunities, but they're like short digital movies that they put out. And it's just people using their products or actors and it's sort of made up situations, but it's really funny. Like they're using their products to solve their problems. Hmm. They didn't talk about megapixels. They didn't talk about, <laughs> you know, how, how wide is it and how much it costs. They don't talk about how long it's, it's, it charges or whatever. They just show people using it, solving problems. Nice. Right. And. And that's telling a story and making it meaningful and visual and simple. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some the specs matter to some degree, you know, like the, in what you're talking about. But it is fascinating how difficult this can be for some advisors. And that's mm-hmm. why we want to encourage you. If you can't do it, it's okay. Because we work with people that like they're bad at it. And then by the <laughs> end of the day, they're way, way better. Oh, yeah. They're way, way better. And and. I'll think back now on 200, 300 advisors that have been through our live events. No one has ever said, hey, guys, that's great, but I'm going to go back to doing my way. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that's scary. I've been doing it my way and it's kind of worked until it's like, I can't believe I ever did it that way before. Yeah. Well, at our last event, we asked, because some of these advisors had been through our training before, is how many times did you stand up per meeting before our training? And it was like zero. I mean, they just. Well, the only reason you stand up is you have to go to the bathroom or you're leaving. You know, and generally you don't want either one of those things to happen during a meeting. You know, like, and it's like, how many now? And and it was three or four. Yeah, it was which almost, is great. The, maybe somebody said two, but almost completely. I mean, half of them had been through our training. They said it's three or four in a meeting that I'm going to stand up and share. And and listen, that's a big difference from zero. As in, like, it's a it is a, it will fundamentally change your interactions with your clients. Yeah. From so, prospect client, it's night and day. It, it's gone from like, this is what I expected. This stinks. I'm here. I mean, as an advisor, I want you to think about most of the conferences you've been to and the feeling you have when you, it's just like, man, I'm glad to be done. It was cool to get away. I did it, but now I'm going back. Nothing's changed. You know, my butt hurt from sitting for so long for real. Yeah. and I kind of took some notes, but it was good to go out to a nice dinner. They're like, most of the conference experience, I've yet to have one where I leave, like, I'm inspired. Yeah. They got me up. We workshopped something that kind of challenged me, made me uncomfortable just enough. You know, most of us, those are our meetings. Yeah. It's our equivalent to a conference that all the speakers are the wholesalers that sponsored it. And we just go home and nothing changes. Yeah. We have to dramatically shift. Like, we're creating an experience where when they come and we stand up and we start communicating and asking great questions and applying the numbers to their situation, like, it just comes to cut. Co- it's like, goes from black and white to color. And, and my hope is, is that you see that even if you're doing just well enough in your practice, that you are open to leveling up when it comes to communicating the value of something and creating urgency, because that is the gift we can give. Yeah. I like that part. You said that that's the gift you can give. It is a gift to be simple, mm. right? It is, it is, it is a gift to that person. But I would also say if you really, if you, if I say to any advisor, do you want to be effective? Yes. All right. And effective means they understand it. 
mm-hmm. and they're confident in it and they make a buying decision if it's the right thing for them, then yeah, of course, all those things, then how are you going to be more effective than your competitor? Mm. So let's just think about this from a competition standpoint. If you're not simple, visual, and meaningful in your communication, then you're like most advisors. That's right. Right. If you want to be unique, make things simple, be visual, and make it really meaningful. And, and, and you can do that on a really practical level, but it's not just about whiteboarding. I think there's other parts of this where, you know, and and I've talked about this in past episodes, but the power of a metaphor or an analogy mm-hmm. and on, on, this is a, this is a nuanced thing, but this is where if you, if you really want to be elite, you need to understand this is the power of those things is like people go, why does that work? Why is that? Because it, it's a bridge between an idea they do understand. Well, you know, I don't like in baseball and they go, oh yeah, I love baseball. And they go, yeah, I don't like baseball because I'm not going to use that. Because you have to use something that people do understand mm-hmm. and it's a bridge to something they don't. Suddenly it does make sense. You make, mm-hmm. you connect like what is known to what is a little known or unknown. And they go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And are, how are you as, a, are you as an advisor should just have 10 of those. Yeah. And you just go, I'm going to explain it this way to this person. This person's mm-hmm. 85 years old and a female. I'm going to use this one. Yeah. This one's 34 and male. I'm going to use this one. Yeah. This one has no kids. This one has 10 kids. Like this one's a business owner. This like, like that is what a craftsperson looks like is they really are focused on simple, visual, and meaningful. I want to ask I think, before we I wrap think pe- up. Preparation. When I was listening to you there, it's really, how, how much are you preparing to be good at what you do? Yeah. Or are you just like, I'm just going to do this thing, kind of show up, hope it works out. You know, more people say yes than say no. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. The fringe benefit of being a great communicator is you're creating in them a feeling and experience that they will refer to you. There there are other benefits to this where this episode is about communication, but I've been friends with Andy for a long time and he he, he talks in analogies and stories and and he's fun to be around. But if you can figure that out and unlock it and and in our business, maybe that's you're you're sharing stories of other clients. You're changing the names. Maybe you're borrowing the story from another advisor, but like speaking that way. When it comes to a product or a solution or making an investment that seems scary, wrapping it in a story, hands down, every time is better than just the facts alone. Absolutely. You do a good job of this in regards to, and thank you for those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, and if for our podcast um, uh, editor, if you could just loop that like 20 times, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but shout out to Jody. We appreciate you. Um, but But you do a good job of this, I think of, and again, advisors take this and run with it, but. If it's happened once and it's true, use it again and again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again and again. And it, it, because you're, you're creating a vision for the person you're in front of, which is, I don't know if this is going to be your situation, but I had a client who this. And I think you start with, I don't know if this is good, mm-hmm. but I had, I've worked with people where this has happened, yeah. right? And challenging your property taxes, mm-hmm. you know, paying your kids, cost segregation, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, Here's the great thing. You only need one. Now, yeah. you could have five examples to kind of maybe fit. Yeah. Hey, you know, I had another guy who employed 10 people and was in the trade industry, and this is what we did for them. Yeah. You know, like, that's helpful. Yeah. But but you should have those. And I think that what's exciting, and I think you're big on this, and people in our community are big on this, is like, every time they get a story, they're like, oh, yes. And they put it in their mm-hmm. sort of bat belt. So it's got all the, you know, Batman's got a yeah, belt yeah. on. Like, it's just another tool that they're like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yep. Treat that like a great comedian refines their jokes, yep. right? Like know that that is by accident. That's right. And know that the, the beauty of comedy or really great speaking and presenting 
is none of it feels rehearsed, <laughs> but it's all rehearsed. That's right. It's so rehearsed that it doesn't feel rehearsed. Yep. That's what a great comic does. That's what a great advisor does mm -hmm. is when someone starts and shares something, you're like, I got it. And not, I got them, like I'm going to trick them, but like, I got it. I got, I have the perfect example mm -hmm. to share with them that they're going to connect with and feel good about. Yep. And that's a skill. That's a skill that elite advisors, that's what separate. Why do people mm -hmm. always say yes to them? Why do people walk into their meetings with energy and mine are forgettable, yep. right? And it's because they're great communicators. And I truly believe that anyone can become a great communicator. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thanks, Seth. You bet, brother. Hey friend, this is Andy with a final reminder. If you've not attended one of our live online trainings, you can do that. They're free. Uh, you can just go to stenmorgan.com slash webinar. That's stenmorgan.com slash webinar. We're always adding new trainings every month. So if you attended last month, sign up for this month's training. Go to stenmorgan.com slash webinar to do that. As always, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for leaving a review. God bless and keep up the great work.